Good morning, everyone. How's uh, the first couple of hours of the conference for everyone here? Good? Yeah, bit of a cheer. <laughs> it's always wonderful to be back in Amsterdam and be invited back by the fabulous Next Web team. I think this is my fourth year um, being part of the conference, and it just continues to grow from strength to strength. So today's panel, we're going to talk about corporate innovation. And I think we're going to look at corporate innovation from both an internal and external perspective. So first of all, I wanted to ask everybody in the audience, how many of you have worked uh, or engaged or partnered with corporates, just so I can get an idea of your level of experience? Okay, great. So I'll remember that. <laughs> so we've got three um, great people here from three uh, very, very large global corporates. And um, I, I, we've got IBM, we've got Oracle, we've got BMW. So first I'd like to start with each of you introducing yourself and very, very succinctly telling us a little bit about how you engage with startups. So Bernard, I'd love to start with you. All right. Uh, I'm Bernard from uh, BMW Startup Garage. And the Startup Garage is our venture client unit. And we focus on partnering with startups to bring innovation into our product services and uh, IT systems. And we do that on a, on a real supplier-client relationship basis. So we are not an accelerator program or incubator. So, um, so you actually do commercial partnerships and commercial deals with startups? Yes. OK. We do. Heike. OK. So my name is Heike. I'm from IBM Research. And uh, I'm leading a team of uh, physicists and uh, mathematicians and doers to develop AI-based solutions for the industry 4.0 and IoT applications. And uh, so if I, we actually, as IBM, we have a lot of different ways of how we collaborate with startups. Um, this can be a very intensive collaboration um, through more a licensing out of technology, which we may have developed, or also providing um, services. Okay, so it's sort of inside out. You're providing the platform for a lot of these innovators to work with. Okay, park that thought. And last but not least, Jason. Hey, I feel a lot smarter just sitting next to her, by the <laughs> way. Um, I'm Jason Williamson, and I'm the VP of the uh, Global Startup Ecosystem at Oracle. And so we're building uh, an ecosystem of early to late stage startups, as well as venture capital and private equity, really all around the world. We run physical residential accelerators in nine cities, and then we have a non-residential program for people anywhere. And so our real interest is to engage with startups as they're building really, really cool stuff. And we hope to help, help them accelerate their revenue growth by connecting them into our customer base. So we're a non-equity play, we're not a, a, a venture arm, we're just really interested in, in, in activating uh, innovation. So in your case, it's partnerships which lead to revenue from both sides Correct. of the fence. Correct. Now I think what's really interesting is uh, I was in London uh, the last couple of days and it was the Global Corporate Venturing Symposium. So it was a lot of CVCs in one room, a lot of them investing big tickets in startups. And what I've noticed with each of you, uh, and what's I think really interesting about this panel, is none of you are taking equity right. stakes in startups. So my question is for everyone in the audience to really get an understanding, 
What is in it for you by engaging with startups? What do you get out of this, um, each as a corporate? So BMW, you're, doing, you're, you're buying from the startups, but what does that mean? What is the benefit for you guys? Well, there are a lot of benefits. Um, um, I mean, working with startups is not new for BMW. We always did that. But uh, there, is, uh, there is a gap between a corporate and a startup. And the startup garage clearly is targeting this and in a way that makes it easy to make this first step with a startup. Yeah? And this includes that we don't have any obligation in terms of IP or any um, exclusivity rights. So in the first steps, we just want to assess and evaluate the technology. Yeah? And um, this is, accelerates us to make this first step, this first project with a startup very fast. Within a couple of weeks, we can write out a purchase order and the startup gets a supplier number, real BMW supplier number, and we do a project. And we see what happens on the outcomes of the project. Okay, so hold that thought, because we're going to go back to this procurement nightmare, because <laughs> all of us have to go through this. Heiko, with IBM, um, you, you're, you're a bit of a rocket scientist. Um, we were talking about quantum computing on the walk from the speaker lounge to here. And then what, what benefits do you gain at IBM? You, you're saying that you're providing a lot of your technology and platform externally, but what are the benefits you're getting? What are you learning from mm -hmm. the folks in the audience? So, I mean, there actually, it's I'll give you a long answer <laughs> there. Um, I mean, first working for um, us in research together, although with partners and with industries and also with startups, gives us also a learning of what are the applications which are really needed for the development of the technology which we do. So I can give you a specific example where, as you just mentioned, we work on quantum computing. It's a really interesting technology and will really revolutionize because that's a completely different and will give us much more compute power in the future. We are right now at the early stages, but we have made available quantum computing. So we have actually created last year a, it's called IBM Q network. Q network. Okay. IBM Q network, right? Q stands for quantum. And uh, this is a network of uh, a community of people to advance uh, the quantum computing, to learn about quantum computing and also to learn about the applications of quantum computing for the different businesses. So, so that's, that's this year in March, actually, okay. we have uh, taken on the first startups to work with us in this IBM Q network to explore together what the applications are which are relevant for them. And they get access to the quantum computer. So they get access to the people, uh, the knowledge, uh, they can try it out, uh, they can test algorithms and can figure out how is this important for their business because it will become important for their business in the future. So basically they're getting access to very hard to get a hold of technology so they can start to build and learn more about their business. Mm -hmm. And this is similar to the kind of stuff that the Watson team was doing, is that right? So you're kind of the next gen of, um, with the next type of technology. Yeah, so it's okay. this, this is mainly hardware technology, right? Okay, so if people want to work in quantum, they come to you? Yeah, so okay. actually, yeah, Got exactly. It. <laughs> so I, will, I will explain more at one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, well, we look forward to that. And Jason, with Oracle, um, you mentioned that there's a revenue generation uh, kind sure. of metric. Sure. So you bring in startups and together you go to market and you sell to Oracle clients. So can you right. explain a bit more about that? What so does that mean? Yeah, because you're, 
question too is like, what do we get out of it? Yeah. So I think there's- What's in it for you? There's two buckets, I think. There's, there's a cultural bucket that I think is really important. And then there's the just adoption. Now I come from R&D, we're in the research arm. So, so we really care about usage and adoption and just like goodness of getting to the founder community. You know, when you're, if you're a startup, you know, we want people to say, oh, I can put stuff on Oracle too. And um, so the benefit obviously is to help the ex uh, startup accelerate their revenue. And so for us, we, we do get a what I would like to call a virtuous cycle, right? So if, if we can engage with a startup and help them along their path and make some uh, introductions that maybe otherwise they would have had a really hard time getting and they get deal flow, they're gonna need to consume more cloud and we win. So it's a little bit of a long tail. But I think the second most important thing is, is culture. Yeah. You know, a lot of the core team, myself included, are former founders, you know? And so what does that look, I mean, you heard a little bit of this in that last session on, you know, how do you enact innovation within a big corporate? You know, I'm a founder, a lot of you guys are, you've had to eat what you kill. And, you know, and so, so how do you bring that kind of attitude inside the company? And so engaging with these founders is really good for our DNA and good for kind of Oracle culture, I think. So we, we learn a lot, on, not just saying, oh, this is how you grow up to be an enterprise company. Like that's hard to do. It's hard to sell to an enterprise. Procurement is like terrible. It's a nightmare. Right, it's yeah. a nightmare. So we help, we <laughs> help people. I can see people shaking their head. Right, yeah. I see like, Porsche shaking her head. <laughs> oh my goodness, you know, companies are so like legal driven and it takes, right. Anyway, so I think we learn a lot from that and we get to kind of bring that startup attitude within the firm. That's why so many of the, our, like I said, our core hires have been founders or people who yeah. had to do that. Yeah, and I think I see a lot of people in the audience that are former founders working for corporates. So we've really talked a lot about what you guys are getting out of it. So you learn culturally from the rebels and <laughs> uh, you know the, the innovators and the, the forward thinkers. They're adopting your platform. But what do people in the audience get from you? What is in it for these guys? I, I want you to really give a succinct answer. Why should people here work with you? What, mm. What's in it for them? So BMW, Bernard, let's hear. Well, there are many things. Um, first thing I mentioned already, if the startup is not looking for money, but is looking for a good uh, a client, and for, uh, then this is something we can add. Um, so revenues for the startup. Revenues for the startup okay. and to, to, to get engaged, to make this first step with the corporate. And um, uh, we also, our program also involves that we support you with the latest equipment, test equipment, with the latest cars. Uh, we provide engineering support. The project is always done with the business unit, so the final customer within our corporation. Uh, it's not a, a, a program and at the end of the program you think about the transfer. We, we think we define the transfer before we start the project. Okay, so it's a lot of access to the firepower of BMW and the labs and the manufacturing and production processes that can really help rocket the startup to the next right. level. This and also during the program we also teach them uh, automotive business. We connect them to the relevant people in quality, in purchasing, so they are, have a network within our company as a okay. regular supplier. And, uh, okay, so you, you get, you're teaching them how to be a supplier and, and then yeah. they can replicate that and go on to other yeah. manufacturers. Yeah. Okay. What about IBM? 
Yeah, as I, I indicate, I mean, as I mentioned, it depends really a lot on which specific um, engagement this will be or collaboration this will be. If I look at the quantum network, it's really key. You get access to the most advanced quantum computer which is there in the world, right? I mean, you won't get it anywhere else. So that's one thing, and you learn from the true experts in it. And that's also right now a very rare talent in that space. So you get access to the people who know about it and learn about how this can be applied to your business to make a differentiation. Okay, so it's the brain power and the rocket ship technology and you're teaching the market. Okay, how about at Oracle? So um, I think it's access to our product teams are really important because a lot of folks that we're working with, not only are they building things on our cloud, which is interesting, most of the companies they're selling into have Oracle product in there somewhere. And so having access to our product teams to, do, to help do those connections better, benefit them, helps them sell easier. Um, I think also just the straight up exposure to the market at places like this. You can go talk to a couple of our startups in the exhibition hall now. Bot Supply and Igealize are two examples. We brought them here. And so, you know, it's just having market exposure in a way that, that they couldn't have done easily. Uh, and it's not costing them anything either. Yeah, so, so, so that's you, good. You're, you're, you're paying for their conference passes and taking them with you to your booth. I pay for and... everything. No, I'm okay. kidding. So, <laughs> you heard uh, it here first. You heard it here. <laughs> Does no, that include drinks uh, tonight? It's, <laughs> right, and it's, it's, it's actually accelerating revenue, so it's not just slideware. I actually have a team whose job it is at Oracle to make sure our startups are getting connected into our field sales and bringing Great. them into accounts. Now, not everybody in the program gets that. Like, if you're gonna have the crown jewels, you gotta make something cool, right? But, um, so, so that's, I think, a difference between us and maybe some other folks okay, that, that so, do so that. Okay, so again, it's revenue through your relationships with your big clients. Correct. So you're opening doors for them. And Absolutely. Okay, so two, two of the three, we've got revenue, and then one of the three, we've got brain power and the proper technology. So you heard it here first, everyone. It's, this is the kind of cool stuff that you get. Um, I, I'm a firm believer in the adage that people act like how people are paid. And um, this is a bit of a baited question. Um, how, how are you guys metriced? Like what makes you successful? Because one of the reasons I want to bring this out is it will teach startups and innovators how to work with you guys. Because ultimately, it's a solution sale, especially <clears throat> with BMW and Oracle, because you're trying to go in, get revenue, and revenues are what matter for the financial VCs. Um, so how are you guys metric? What makes you successful internally by engaging with the community out here? So I'll start with you first, Jason. Sure. Um, <clears throat> I mentioned before I'm in R&D and you know, I'm not in a sales function. So while revenue is important to us, I think we're viewing this as very long tail. So I'm, I get to count a win when someone understands that we care about startups and a startup puts some um, of their workloads on our cloud and we get to talk about them. So for me, it's usage and um, and ironically, getting to publicize them, which is a benefit yeah. to them. Yeah, so. exactly, because you're using your marketing firepower Correct. to publicize them and bring them to events Correct. like this. So it's usage and uh, Usage and references are what I care about okay. the most. Great. You know, I think money, money follows. Yeah, okay. Heike. Yeah, for us, the mission is really to lead uh, the newest technology and bring this into the market and into the use of all the people, and that's also 
support other businesses, right? I mean, for us, it's really about enabling other businesses to work as easily, as seamlessly as possible. And this is true for bigger corporations, but also for startup companies. Okay. Your turn, Bernard. <coughs> well, we defined some KPIs, internal KPIs, to measure the transfer rate. And uh, what does transfer rate mean? How many projects got successfully transferred into a next project, into a pre-development yeah. project, into a serious So pilot to project. a commercial deal. Or direct, directly to a supplier. We also... Okay. The, the whole broad... So there's a really interesting survey by 500 startups, um, and they interviewed about 100 corporates around the globe. And 500 startups are doing a lot of programs um, with corporates. And it was quite a low hit rate. There's something like, uh, and don't quote me on the number, but it's in the low 20% of pilots with startups that actually converted to a commercial deal. And um, one of the reasons for that was down to a ton of red tape. So procurement processes, payments processes, even something as simple as getting the contract in place. And you know, there is a bit of a worry that you're gonna kill the startup in the process. Um, so I guess we've, we've got about five minutes left. And what I'd ask is, can you give sort of some final words of advice to people in the audience who may want to work with you for revenue or intelligence or technology purposes? What are some of the um, sage pieces of advice you can give? And, and maybe you can also tell them when is the time to walk away? I think that, that kind of advice would be very valuable. So Bernard, can you um, uh, tell everyone out yeah. here? <coughs> Maybe I start with the conversion rate. We 20% uh, doesn't count for our program. It's much higher, and okay. the reason why it's higher is we are pretty selective. You know, before we start a project, uh, you must prove that you have a really leading technology that makes a significant difference. Uh, for incremental improvements, we can do that with our suppliers. So there is no need for us to work with a startup and um, to invest the, the additional effort. Uh, for incremental improvement. So we are looking for, um, for uh, sustainable and significant improvements. Okay. Yeah. So and then, just to finalize then, it's, the next step is easy to do. Okay. So it feels like in your case, it's slightly later stage startups who can really provide a demonstrable improvement in what you're looking for. How does the market find no. out about no. your asks? How do they know what you're after? Yeah. So it's not later stage, we work with early stage startup, okay. but they need to have uh, a venture capital finance. Okay, finance. so they have to they be VC to be funded. Okay. Must be a running company, uh, full-time working, uh, team working on, and uh, they must have an office. Yeah. Okay, uh, so office, know. VC funding, and uh, yeah. a solid, committed team. How about yeah. in IBM's case? So I'm not sure whether I'm the right person to give the answer. <laughs> um, so. I think what you mentioned is that there is the cultural aspect is very important and I think there's a lot of awareness within IBM that um, collaborating with startups and kind of instilling the, the cultural aspect of the startup, the agility, the dynamics is very important. And others, this leads then to a change also of the business processes, but of course some of them are a bit uh, more cumbersome. And that's something we have to, I think, work on every day. Uh, my experience is if um, there is a really good fit, as you just described, then there will always be a solution found. Okay. How about yourself, Jason? So, kind of answering your question about some advice, I guess. 
Um, I think I would, I, especially with working with folks like us, um, and, and this, this is what we encourage our teams to do, is just to stay super humble and super hungry. And so the humble side means you're going to hit red tape. It's okay. We learn from you. So just tell us when it's hard because, you know, we're interested in not making it hard. So, in fact, for my program, you know, we, we're like, we want to make it as easy as possible. Not a lot of, there's no contracts to sign. Like, nobody's making lawyers look at things. We want to make that easy. And we, we do that because we learn. So, um, you know, we encourage our teams to just be humble. And, and I think that's just good. And I, I like the idea of saying, you know, not everything, you know, a friend of mine says, not everything from heaven has your name on it. So just because it's good doesn't mean it's for you. So take a no or say a no, be okay with that. Um, and then for us, I just wanna make a comment too that we care both about seed stage and later stage. So we do work very closely with the VC community. We love VC-backed firms, uh, but we also uh, like to work with the early stage people as well. Yeah, because the early stage will adopt your correct, cloud platform. Correct, and, and yeah. you know, just the level of engagement they get from us is there. And so in fact, you can go to oracle.com slash startup to learn about how you engage with us. Okay, very cool. Um, I think any, we've got one minute left. Any sort of questions from the audience before we uh, shut this down? Okay. We do not take any equity. The question was, do we take any stakes in equity the firm? Stakes. No equity from us. Uh, there's a couple reasons for that, but I think for, for us, it's, it's, it's a little bit more of a pay it forward. You know, I believe, just kind of like in your personal life, if you can focus on serving others, you're going to end up benefiting from that. And so from an Oracle posture, you know, what, what's, a, what's a, a minor stake and a startup going to do for us? It's, it's a lot better for us to just give. Yeah, it's a nightmare for your treasury to manage. Correct. Um, all these little mini shareholdings. Right, right, just, right. I can see a lot of people going, yeah, <laughs> in it the just audience. It allows us to play with more people too. Yeah. Well, um, BMW Startup Garage doesn't take any equity, but we have a venture arm. It's called BMW iVenture. Yeah. It's a different unit, and they invest in startups. Yeah, and I'm aware IBM has a venture arm, and Christoph, the partner, is based here in Amsterdam, the European partner. So I do, I'm aware that parts of your corporates, Oracle doesn't. Okay. We do not have a venture arm. But BMW and IBM do take um, financial stakes. Yeah, I mean, this is a whole other panel, like CVC versus financial VC. Let's just keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think hopefully everyone in the audience has learned enough about how to work with folks that are, um, you know, non-financial in their engagement with startups. And thank you very much. Thank you.